With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bows down to your master. morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text bmms and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks kmod.com past shows are available on itunes search under bmms listen with your cell phone get the iheart radio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider more on that at iheartradio.com and we're on facebook Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Sam's not going to be joining us today. She's not feeling well. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. I am home in my house in a spare bedroom where the dog used to sleep. It's been the catch-all room. Oh, yeah. Uh, And so that's where I'm set up so we can practice some social distancing. And so Gimpy's there so we can do things like qualify people for CMall 2020. 
And he talked to Mark Waller of Claremore. Mark got qualified. Might be seeing every concert KMOD is a part of. But you've got to listen for that cue. It plays every hour. And here's the thing. Today's the last day to qualify. So make sure you're listening for that cue every hour, not just with us, but with Lynn and DC as well. And it's all brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7 and, of course, us KMOD. So we've got tickets to Smoke and Guns we're going to give away. That'll happen uh, about 7.30. We'll see what Gimpy wants to talk about. It's Conspiracy Thursday. And we've got our top list. And so today the top list is Hot Chicks. Way arbitrary. <laughs> they all are, really. It oh. might be... Uh, okay. I feel like Hot Chicks for sh- like is way arbitrary. Yeah, because, I mean, what you think is a Hot Chick, I don't necessarily would think. I... I feel we both agree on, like, you know, we would be, okay, yeah, she's totally hot chick. Like, you're not going to look at Roseanne and be like, yeah, she's a total hot chick or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Someone might. Some Someone. Someone. Not you or I, though. I feel. I feel I know you well enough to be like, yeah, you don't find Roseanne Arnold attractive. Is it Arnold or is she back to bar again? Where's she at? I, I gotta, exactly. gotta be honest, I'm not up on my Roseanne <laughs> status. <laughs> I did see something that I think would interest you. Did you see that Ford announced the electric Mustang Cobra? Really? I don't know how to feel about that. Well, let me tell you why you should feel pretty good about it. Okay. It can hit mid-eight-second quarter-mile times. Okay. Okay. 1,400 horsepower, 1,100 pounds of torque. It's on par with Ford's 2018 Cobra Jet. That was we had a supercharged 5.2. Mm-hmm. It's a quiet electric power engine that is uh, spinning the slicks instead of a roaring V8. <laughs> I feel I like that. I like that. That's that's impressive for an electric motor. Okay, and when you think of electric cars, you think of your, your little Prius or whatever these little hybrids, these little pussy ass cars that put around town, little puddle jumpers. I feel when it comes to, like, muscle cars, like the Cobra. I, granted, yeah, 1,400 horse, that's impressive for an electric motor. But a quiet motor, when you get a muscle car like that, you don't want a quiet motor. You want to be able to rack them pipes and let everybody know that you're coming around the corner. Right, you got to simulate that sound at least. Yeah, yeah, and they do have stuff like that. I What was this? This is about uh, 10 years ago. I was working uh, for a parts store here in town, and I was looking, and you can take, they have these little like speaker-like things or whatever that you kind of hook up to your muffler exhaust or whatever, and you can make any car sound like, let's say, a Lamborghini or, mm-hmm. you know, like a Cobra or something like that. I can sure. take this Fusion out here that I have and make it sound like a Lamborghini. It's totally stupid, but I guess if, if that's your thing or whatever. But right. I feel like... But with, that's a manipulation of the exhaust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, it's just sound is all it is. It's, it's sound with a, a speaker. That you're right, manipulation. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid, stupid, stupid. But the point of it is, is like, if you have a car, a muscle car, it's got 1,400 horses in it, I want it to sound like it's got 1,400 horses in it. I believe that it performs like it does, but I want it to sound. I don't want it to go, you know? You got to have the sound because 
they for a long time were like, we don't need the turn signals don't need to make that noise anymore. So they stopped doing it and people were freaking out. So now they fake the sound of the turn signal in your car. <laughs> Most people don't know this. So when you turn your turn signal on, it doesn't need to. That was a, a sound it made because of the light bulb that it used. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. The tink, tink, now tink, it doesn't tink. need that. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. But they had to put the sound in. They fake the sound of a turn signal <laughs> because we're too stupid. Because we go, well, if I can't hear it, it's probably not working. Right. Hey, how about this? How about you look down? Is that little arrow on your cluster flashing? Then yeah. it's working, bro. <laughs> and if it's flashing really fast, that means one of your bulbs is out and it needs to be replaced. Well, this is just a prototype right now it's just the first one but they say it's gonna be a part of a long line of electric cars that ford is gonna put out okay okay i i see with uh environmentalist and you know we're getting greener and whatnot so let's let's cut down on all that carbon emission that your badass car is putting out all all those yuppies and hippies need need a fast car too they're tired of getting made fun of for driving their goddamn Priuses around. I get it. I don't like it, though. But, I mean, that's just me. That's just me. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. Because you feel like if you plug something into an outlet, you're getting that energy for free mm. when you're not. Mm -mm. That's another thing you don't think about. How much does it cost to charge up? And how long do the batteries last? That's a lot of horses. That's a lot of power getting put out. I'm sure Ford smart people stuff. I'm sure they've got it figured out. But me being dumb me, I'm like, how how long does that last? Do you get one eight and a half second pass down a quarter mile and then you got to go and, you know, recharge before your next run? I'm not sure if there's a... Um, um an alternator or something on there to like charge the batteries once you get over a certain speed. I know that the battery is more for the stop mm -hmm, and go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dude, I, it, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. I mean, it's, it's tight. It's pretty slick for sure. Um, wow, that's the motor. Okay. It, it, I mean, it looks like your typical motor. It's got a, it's got a lot more. Uh, <laughs> looks like plug wires than like spark plug wires than what you typically would have or whatnot. But I mean, still pretty clean nonetheless. I like the body style. I just don't. I, I guess I would have to. I would have to get in it and get a feel for it before I can be like, yes, I love this car, or no, I hate it. Yeah, I know, free. I'd take it. Well, hell and yeah. And not complain once. Hell yeah. Yeah. Am I going to spend the money? I don't know, but I wasn't. I wasn't going to spend the money on a Mustang before, right? Because that's not your bag, though. That's not your. That's not your thing, right? Muscle no, cars, fast no. car stuff like that. No, I just. It's not something I need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I. I don't have a desire to have a vehicle that can go faster than the speed limit. <laughs> Put me at fifty-five, and I'm okay. <laughs> right? No, I'm just saying. Like, what would be the need for anybody to buy a vehicle? That can go faster than what you need. Outside of taking it to the track, there really is none except for to show off and be stupid. That's it. Driving down Memorial, trying to burn rubber and keep up with the kids nowadays. Whatever. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm sure there are people that go, well, I drive faster than the speed limit. Okay. Yeah, I get that. On the 100 miles an hour? <laughs> on the other side of that, though, I mean, looks, okay. Aesthetics up looking at it, you're like, yeah, that's a badass car. You got a story behind it. People are going to come up and be like, dude, is that a Cobra? Well, yeah, man. What does it got underneath there? Blah, blah, blah. Electric motor. 1,400 horses and electric motor. No way. Blah, blah. 
I could kind of see it like that, but I mean, you're right. For, for practical uses, there's no sense in having something that goes that fast. It's just to have fun. Bragging rights. Pretty much. My car is better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't care. Do you? I've never been envious of another person's vehicle. And I have, I have, I have a nice car, but I have a nice car because it has all the accoutrements I like. Right, right, all the swag and stuff that goes with it. I was going to say yeah, that. It's so, super I mean, cozy. If, 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 if the type of car wasn't a big deal for you, because yours are pretty fancy, I would say they're luxury cars. They're bottom line. That's that's it. They're luxury cars. You know it. Yes. So yes. I mean, if if it's not a big deal, I mean, why why not just drive a Honda Civic or something like right. that? Well, because I've driven a Honda Civic and I've driven my Audi Q7 and my Audi Q7 is a far more comfortable vehicle to be in. I think the answer is because I worked my ass off for it. I don't need that damn Civic. No, <laughs> no, I totally, it, we, we debated just the other day of getting rid of one of the cars and getting downgrading to a more economically responsible vehicle. Makes sense. So it's not like I feel like it's below me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if I can afford sitting in the front row, why would I sit in the last row? Sure. I was worried about you yesterday. I'd still be there. Yeah. Yeah, you're still there. It's just, you know, which which is the better spot. Uh, right. I, I was worried about you yesterday because all that hail came running through, and you just, <laughs> you just got over a buttload of hail damage to your roof and one of your vehicles. So, status, everything good, or... Can you tell? Oh yeah, all my yeah, my cars, my car, one car is in currently at the shop, so oh, the okay. one that's had the damage. Um, but my yeah, my stuff's inside, man. There you go, there you go. I was worried, man. I was like, this cat just got a kick in the balls and a kick in the balls. Let's not have another kick in the balls for this guy. Ah, whatever. <laughs> I was thinking because you're usually your deductible people that you know have roof damage is mm-hmm. pretty big. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in my neighborhood have had their roof replaced, and then that came through. And they probably have more damage again. Yeah. And have to pay the deductible again. That sucks because that's not cheap. Oh, no. That's not cheap. I know just on my car, I mean, full coverage on the car, the deductible's $1,000. Mermito, yeah. to whip that up real quick, not exactly an easy feat. You know, and I can ima- I just imagine that the house deductible is a little bit more than that. You don't have to tell me or anything. I just imagine that it is because it's a house and it's not a car. Roof deductibles are... A little more brutal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's anywhere between a thousand to five thousand dollars. Ooh man! And if you ain't got on that top kind of the repair, right? And if you ain't got that kind of cash, you've got to wait until you can match that deductible before they even do any of the repairs, right? So yeah, you, you could be sitting with a leaky roof for years. Some people do because mm-hmm. they can't afford the deductible. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. Yeah, whatever, dude. I was told. <laughs> I was told it's life hailing. stuff that is not fun. It's hailing. Get your car inside or underneath some cover. Which I responded. I don't give a damn about that car. <laughs> it was a five hundred dollar car. Let the hail beat it up. It's okay. <laughs> might, right. Might add something to it. <laughs> for you, the damage on that would have to be pretty intense for you to take on a repair right yeah yeah cosmetically it, right it would have to it would have to crush the windshield or you know the glass right break the glass windshield back glass you know whatever and the only reason that i wouldn't like duct tape that up 
is because water be getting in and mold and then it stinks in the summertime and it's just not cool. Outside of that, body damage or whatever, hail? Hail no. Uh-uh. Yeah. I, I'm not far from you on that, except when you have a really nice vehicle. I feel like I've got to keep it, keep it up to par. I feel you, man. But yeah, you pay $500. Why would you pay $1,000 right. to repair anything on it? Right. I just go get a new car for that. Cosmetically price. speaking. You know, yeah. I just go ahead and that'll be the beater. I give it to one of the kids later on when they get old enough to drive here. When I don't like it, it's all beat up and smells funny. It's a free car. Shut up. Keep on driving. Yeah. There are some pictures yesterday of some people's hail damage here in town. Whoo. Yeah. It looks like someone took a baseball bat to their windshield and put holes in their windshield. Yeah. Yeah. One of my friends had posted, I guess her mom is at work or whatever, front, the windshield, and the back glass, both smashed out completely because of the hail. That sucks. Yeah. No matter who you are, it sucks. Uh, somebody sent a text and said, I'm a little skeptical of the rant you can drive because I used to tow for a living, and I have towed a couple Teslas, and their range is about 200 to 400 miles, then needs oh. to be charged. Oh, okay, the range you can drive. That's Okay, that makes sense then. Talking about the Oh, right, not Mustang. the rant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, talking about the Lester Mustang. 200, 400 miles, yeah, that... That's, it seems like when you look at it, yeah, 400 miles, that's a lot. You walk 400 miles, you'll be out there for days. But in a car, motorcycle, whatever, that's nothing. That's an afternoon ride. And then It says the range of a Tesla Model S, an all-electric five-door lift-back sedan, Ooh. is 390 miles. Wow. You'd think that it'd go a little bit further than that, but there's a lot of stuff. That those batteries have to power. It's not just the motor. It's, it's the, the engine. It's the windows. It's the locks. It's the stereo. It's all that stuff. Right, but the average range of a car is what? I get about... A full tank of gas. Yeah, a full tank of gas in that uh, fusion of mine. It tells me I get 435 miles to empty on a full tank of gas. So I guess it's comparable then when you look Very at it comparable, like that. comparable. When you look at it like that. Okay. Okay, well, that ain't so bad. But then the question, and this is just because I don't, I don't know anything about electric cars, never really got into them to research them. I think, I'm, I think they're silly, but that's just me. Um, you think they're silly? Right, but because I'm just a, I like the traditional cars. I like the traditional motors. I like the gas. I like the exhaust. I like the sound. I like all that, you know? Um, but to, to, I just the question is, is like how long does it take to charge? Can you quick charge it in like an hour? If you run out of electricity, gas in this case, 400 miles in, how long do you, do you have to get an, a hotel overnight to get back home? <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? It just doesn't seem right. When you can pull over to a gas station, yeah, I know they have gas stations with Tesla pumps, electric pumps, and blah, blah, blah. But most of the ones I go to are still traditional gas, gas pumps. This says it can take anywhere from an hour to 12 hours to charge your Tesla. It's dependent on how full your car's battery is and the type of charging station you use. Okay. And every Tesla comes with a basic charging option. Okay. Sure, there's probably like an add-on accessory for like a quick charge or something like that. Sure. Okay. But 12 And there's probably hours. charging places everywhere. Mm -hmm. More, you just don't, you know, it's like when you buy a, 
a fusion, right? You probably don't recognize any fusions, and then you own one. You're like, ah, there's a fusion everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Once you once you're looking for those electric pumps, that's when you'll start spotting them out. But I have no need to look for one, so therefore I don't see them. Right. Oh, Twelve hours though. It's like, honey, we're we're stuck in Branson for the night. <laughs> and this says you can use a regular one ten. There's an adapter for a regular one ten. Oh, that's cool. So you just plug it into uh, next to the leaf blower at your house or whatever. You don't have to have yeah. a, a special plug-in, which is good. I'm not. I'm still not going to do it. I'm not unless they got rid of the gasoline engine completely and went uh, totally electric cars, and I had no choice. I think I'll just stick with stick with what I got. I like it. I destroy I don't the know, man. I, I think having a Tesla. Is just like having a Mustang. Nice to that. Well, I mean, the, there's no there's no real need for it. No, no, no. That, that's a that is a complete status right there. That's a status like a thing Mustang. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The high end Mustangs ain't nobody getting one of those little six cylinder Mustangs with the pony package on them as a status symbol, unless you're like a 16 year old and that's your first car. You know what I mean? But grown adults like you and I, we have to get that because that's it's nice. It looks fun. But that's all we can afford, <laughs> you know? Right. So with that, uh, yeah, those higher-end sports cars, muscle cars, Tesla cars, yeah, that's all just a status thing. Look at me. I drive a Tesla. There's two things my wife won't let me get, Crocs and a minivan. But I think both are quite efficient and cost-effective. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just saying, like, listen, a minivan, I, you know how many times you're like, I don't have room for this. Or you yeah. go somewhere, it. It, it, it needs to be functional. It doesn't need to look pretty. And Crocs fall into the same category. They're quite <laughs> functional. I've never owned a pair of Crocs. I did buy my first pair of Crocs the other day. It was this last week or whatever. But they're not for me. They're, they're, they're for the girlfriend. She's a nurse, and then and that's good for them. That's good nursing shoes for them. Uh, so I went ahead and got her a pair. Uh, many vans... Family-wise, unless you're in like a band or something like that where you got to haul a bunch of stuff around. Like I disc golf with a guy who's been driving a minivan mini mini a minivan for decades because he puts all of his disc golf stuff in the back. So, yeah, for storage or whatever. But outside of that, <laughs> oh, thank you. People are texting in saying, no, there's supercharger maps. Are there superchargers everywhere for Tesla's? And you can, and it takes fifteen minutes in a with a supercharger. Yeah, to charge a Tesla. Okay, how much extra is that costing you though? Because no, you they're just... like locations. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So like the pump is a supercharger, not like an adapter you have to have. And da, da, da. okay, yeah, okay. And they say they're they're all over. And I'm looking at the list here. Mm -hmm. They're all over, Gimpy. <laughs> I like how like all the Tesla owners <laughs> around are chiming in right now. They're like, no, no, it's not as douchey as you think. I have a Tesla. <laughs> it's all over. Guess what the nearest one is? Where's the nearest one? I'm going to say At the Hard Rock. Okay. Well, yeah. The only one in the in the Tulsa DMA. Yeah. So if you if you're in Sand Springs and you own a Tesla and you got to get gas quote unquote, you got to drive all the way to the other side of green country just to fill up. And then you're going to burn all that getting back. Right. Not worth it. And yeah, the rest are not, there's one out in Perry, Oklahoma. Oh, good God. Which is west of Stillwater. Good God. Weatherford, Henrietta coming soon. Ardmore, mm -hmm. Oklahoma city. 
I remember seeing them in Oklahoma City when we went to uh, the uh, thrift shops down there. Remember that? We took a bunch of listeners and party bus, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I remember I was hanging out smoking at one of the gas stations, and I seen some um, electric pumps out there. But that was the first time that I'd seen them, and I hadn't really seen any since. Now that you mention it, yeah, okay, when I go to the smoke shop at the, uh, at the uh, Hard Rock, I do pass those. Yeah, no, damn good memory can be, yeah, that's where the one in Oklahoma City is, is at those outlets mall, yeah, outlet mall. Yeah, 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 yeah. But still. Uh, all right, so, sorry, we got to get going. Mm -hmm. uh, enough of the uh, charger talk and the uh, electric car talk. Um, all right, so we've got tickets to Smoking Guns we're going to give away. We'll see what Gimpy wants to talk about. We've got more qualifying for CMOs. Today is the last day to get qualified to see every concert KMOD is a part of, including Weekend VIP 2021 Rocklahoma tickets. All, it's all brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7. When we return, news quickies. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. And Sam is out today, so it's just Gimpy and myself, which means you get an extra News Quickie story. So let's go ahead and get started with News Quickies. It's time for News Quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News Quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Man arrested for using his hands to talk to a lady shopper. This happens down in Florida where there's this gal. She's in her late 20s. She's, she's at the Walmart just minding her own business, doing some shopping, when she kind of felt like she was being followed. Well, at one point in time, she realized she was being followed by a guy who was 6'3", 250 pounds. His name is Juan. Juan Velez. At one point in time, Juan went up to her and grabbed her butt. Just walked up to her, honk, honk, grab her butt. Okay, a little strange. So she keeps on walking. So does Juan. He kept following her. She ended up going to the self-checkout stand to uh, go ahead and leave the store, and that's where Juan walked up and grabbed her on the booty again. That's when she replied, stop. Stop it. She went ahead and told the manager because she said that she was afraid. They called the police. The police come out. They visit the woman in the manager's office. She tells them what's going on. They go talk to Juan. Juan confessed. He admitted, yes, I grabbed her booty twice. He said that's how he, quote, talks to women. Now, Juan, <laughs> right. Now, Juan here is looking at, uh, he just got arrested for battery, not so much sexual assault, which I thought was interesting. It makes you wonder why he did that. Yes. I wonder why. Wonder. Sorry, <laughs> uh, right, I was looking at, yes, thank you. <laughs> Woman hosts yard sale and now faces jail time. Mm -hmm. So an Idaho woman with six kids is facing six months in jail on uh, for holding a yard sale, which is in violation of the state's coronavirus stay-at-home order. Cops say they showed up during a yard sale and admonished the homeowner who they provided with a copy of the stay-at-home order. The family was confronted again the next day and said they would take down all the signage. Three days later, an ad for the yard sale on Craigslist spurred a written warning. 
Cops say the sale was still happening on April 17th and sales transactions were occurring while police were present. <laughs> Citation was then issued. The family says they plan on fighting the violation. So let me recap that. They didn't get just one. Mm-hmm. They didn't get just two. They got three warnings. That's plenty enough. Plenty enough. No, man. This is America. <laughs> I need to make that money. <laughs> You're not going to impose martial law on me. A few months of inconvenience is just like what they faced in Germany. The Jews went through. No. <laughs> right. It's not the same. <laughs> right. We're in some concentration camp. No, we're trying to flatten the curve and keep everybody alive. But you out there selling your old crap for 25 cents a pop is what's going to keep this country down. That's the hey, thing. Man, I lost my job. I need to make some money. If I want to sell this carpet for a quarter, I will. Right. Will you take a dime? What are you getting the most out of it? A three-day garage sale. You're getting maybe a couple hundred bucks. I mean. At best, a thousand. Yeah. At best. That'll get you some groceries or whatever. But is it worth the fines, the tickets, the court cost, all that, and they're going to fight it? You're going to tell me you're going to spend a couple of 1500 bucks on a lawyer? To go fight this because your dumbass wanted to be out there selling your junk? <laughs> Hells yeah. Entitlement, man. And while the cops were right there watching, talk about ballsy, man. It's some people's kids. Well, the part that's even more crazy than that is the cops really don't want to deal with it. They, they'll do their job. But they're like, I feel like my resources... <laughs> are better focused somewhere else than standing here talking to Karen (laughs) about selling her Precious Moments dolls. Right, right. Murderous ass rapers, garage sale. I literally read a story this morning about (laughs) children are being targeted more than ever because some parents are working and they know the kids are home. Oh, good God, people. And they have to have like special pandemic child molestation ring busts. But this person (laughs) wants to be like, no, I want the resources here focused on me. (laughs) That's how I'm going to bring attention to it. A woman saved after breast implant deflected a bullet away from her heart. This is amazing. So this gal in Canada, she's just walking down the street, minding her own business. This is when she got shot. But the thing is, she didn't realize she got shot until she felt the heat and the pain from the bullet sitting inside of her. And she looks down, and she's got blood on her chest. Holy crap, okay. Calls the emergency services. They take her to the hospital. Well, that's when they removed, the doctors removed her left bolt-on, and they found that there was a bullet tract, but there was no bullet. Okay. So they start doing some more. They remove the right bolt-on, and that's where they found the bullet had gone through and it was resting right underneath it was in her chest but it was right underneath her right boob so just inches away from her heart okay uh they went ahead and removed the bullet and gave that to the police so they can do their forensics try to track down who done it the thing is though there's still no gun to be found and there's no gun man but this woman fake boobs saved her life this I, this is amazing. I love fake breasts. All right, so where yeah. the picture that I'm looking at shows the bullet entry wound just uh, by her armpit. Yes. 
How did she get shot that way? Was someone shooting down at her? I don't know because it didn't say how she got shot. Okay. They still haven't found the person. She's just walking down the street minding her own business. Doop-a-doo, doop-a-doo. Exactly. And then out of, <laughs> out of nowhere, it's like, oh, damn, did something bit me. Something bit me. And that's where you can see you can see in the picture or whatever where it gone through and just kind of traveled right across her chest and then rested right there. I didn't think that uh, the silicone in those things were was dense enough to slow down a bullet. Well, the fact that she didn't hear it is the part that I'm like, well, maybe it was from far away or maybe someone shot up in the sky. I, I don't know. That's possible. That's possible. Maybe but, she, she had her earbuds in. She's, you know, going for a little walk, listening to, you know, Katy Perry or whatever. Just to be A bullet clap is pretty undeniable. Like, that is a sound that you go, that, what was that? Yeah, Especially but, if you're downtown where the sounds echo off walls right right but if she's listening to like hardcore gangster rap listening to tupac or whatever where it's you know <laughs> just <laughs> you know yeah, yeah that's you're just saying natural. that they use gunfire as a beat <laughs> get out of here i've heard i've heard some rap tunes with some bullets in it yeah pretty intense nonetheless great story man allegedly strips nude inside funeral home and leaves booze in casket <laughs> A uh, man was arrested for allegedly breaking into a Pennsylvania funeral home Saturday night and then stripping naked and leaving a beer in a display casket, according to the police. Uh, the man busted into the Thomas P. Kearney funeral home at about 8 p.m. He disrobed once he got inside and was suspected of sifting through the morgue's chemicals, which were stored in a closet. It's unclear how police were tipped off to the break-in, but when they arrived, they discovered him. Uh, who reeked of booze and a cold bottle of beer in a display casket. I'll just put this right here. <laughs> hey, hold he was arrested and charged with burglary, criminal trespass, and criminal mischief. This headline, totally riveting because you're like, maybe he was going to visit somebody or maybe he was at a like someone's funeral, but that's not the case at all. He just broke into a funeral home when nothing was going on, didn't even see a dead body based off the two stories that I found, and he was just, you know, looking for chemicals and breaking in and, you know, being a nuisance. Try, probably trying to find the formaldehyde because you you can dip your cigarettes in that smoke and get high AF. So that's the only thing I yeah. can think of. He seemed pretty, you know, lit AF already, mm. so it doesn't sound like he needed more, but typically that does happen where you get super plowed and then you're like, you know, it would be a good idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's get some water from the funeral home. Oh, you know what you should get from Malahide? The beginning of that's no problem. Right. I gotta, I gotta. Why do they have security? <laughs> Who's breaking the sex up, people? People are dying to get in here. Hey. <laughs> All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's rock station, 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Another qualify happening for CMall 2020. It'll happen in just a few minutes. Sam is out today. So it looks like I'm covering sports.
The Miami Herald is reporting that Dolphins have given quarterback Tua Tagaviola Viola, a passing grade on his medical evaluation. The former Alabama star is recovering from surgery to repair dislocated right hip and is considered a strong candidate to be taken by Miami with a number five overall pick. Though NFL.com is reporting that the Dolphins are considering a move to the number three spot with designs uh, on selecting an offensive tackle. The Oklahoma Sooners have a few candidates that should be drafted in the first couple rounds. CeeDee Lamb, of course, has been one of the biggest winners of the pre-draft process. His final season at Oklahoma was one of the best in school history, and draft experts have been impressed by his precision, route running, and playmaking ability. He's in the mix to be the first receiver off the board in a class that's considered top-heavy and deep. He's predicted to go to round one to the Las Vegas Raiders. Kenneth Murray, linebackers, predicted to go to round one to the Baltimore Ravens. And Jalen Hurts isn't in the mix to go in the first round, but they're saying maybe early on day two, someone's probably going to take a chance on him as a project or a long-term backup. And he's predicted, like I said, round two and headed to the New Orleans Saints. The NFL draft is tonight at 7 on ABC, ESPN, the NFL, and pretty much everywhere because it's the only sporting thing happening. <laughs> Balls to Ball Sports. I'm Corbin on 97.5 KMOV. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Qualifying people for CMall 2020. Brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7 and Mike Acre of Owasso heard the cue. So now Mike is qualified. You have a chance every hour to get qualified today because that's what we do on Thursdays. And today is the last day to get qualified. Because soon we're going to find out who's going to win that package of every ticket to every concert KMOD is a part of this year. And we're throwing in as an added bonus because the world's essy enough. Why not just throw in some 2021 weekend VIP Rocklahoma tickets since they canceled Rocklahoma this year? We still want to make sure you win, see them all, and you get to go to Rocklahoma. So you just have to wait a year. So we'll do that again coming up every hour today. Even Lynn and DC will have chances. Let's see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Around the world, take my strong hand, get on up. Give train on the give train around the world. Take my my strong hand get on the give train, give train. Nothing we- gets me going in the morning like old men getting raped. I was outside uh, mowing the lawn Tuesday. Finally got the lawnmower fixed, running. Finally got to cut my grass. It was amazing. And typically, when I mow the lawn, I don't know about you, Corbin, but I'll throw in my earbuds, play some music. Not this time, though. Didn't want to listen to music. Thought I'd throw on some comedy. I know it's weird, but I'm weird. I'm out there looking like a goof, laughing my ass off as I push the lawnmower. That's beside the point. So, iHeartRadio app, I like Carlin, throw in George Carlin, hit play. Carlin sent me down a rabbit hole. He had mentioned something in one of his bits that sent me down a hole. He says, uh, you remember Y2K? Y2K. That was when the computers rolled over from 99 to 2000, and the computers, well, they couldn't handle it. So they thought, and the world was going to end. I remember that uh, I was with number one at the time, and her mama went out and just stocked up on all kinds of stuff, thinking that this was going to be the end. And we're talking, you know, uh, food, batteries, jugs of water, okay? People went nuts over that. So it sent me down a rabbit hole of all the 
crazy, crazy stupid things that's happened since 2000. Because I feel, I feel, Corbin, that since the year 2000, the world's just kind of gone to S. That's kind of okay. how I feel. That's kind of how I feel. So I went down this rabbit hole and I found a few things starting from 2000 to where we're at now. Okay. And the first one here, West Nile virus. West Nile virus started, it was first discovered in the summer of 99 in New York. Of course, West Nile spread by mosquitoes. You get sick, you, you could potentially die. Remember, that was a huge okay. thing. Still kind of is, but not, I think we've got a bit of a grasp on it now. They're out spraying. They say if you're going to you know, get the off, make sure it has DEET on it. But West Nile was really what kicked this thing off. The, the two decades of suck is what I'm calling it. Okay? Flash, okay? flash forward a year. All right? That's 2000. That's, we had to deal with that. You go forward to 2001. Of course, 9-11 terrorist attacks on the Twin Towers, and that's when things really kind of got weird. Anthrax hit 2001. They found uh, several letters, you know, that were sent to uh, news media outlets, senators. Uh, it says that they uh, eventually had 22 total cases and five deaths, which if you think about it, at that time, yeah, that sucks, man. That sucks. People are dying from opening their mail. But if you look at what we're dealing with now, that's not so bad. Only five deaths. Due to anthrax, apparently the FBI went on like a nine-year investigation just to find out, yeah, it came from a research lab. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> kind of figured it came from a research lab. I don't think so. You know, Methy Bob is making the anthrax in his basement. I could be wrong, though. You can. I'm sure you could. I don't have is that it. the one you can make from beans? Uh, I think you're thinking of ricin, uh, yes. which I learned that from uh, Breaking Bad. Apparently, yes. you just need some some regular old, you know, Uncle Ben's or whatever, and you can make a deadly poison out of it. So, that's 2001. We'll take a year off. 2002, kind of cool, all right? Nothing really major happened that I can remember, and it wasn't on this particular article. But, flash forward to 2003, boom, we got SARS. Another China virus taking over the world, okay? Uh, discovered in Asia, February 2003. Later on, went to the States, eight. 1,098 people worldwide got sick. Once again, looking at the spectrum of things, that right there sucks. But when you compare it to the COVID-19, it's not so bad. Right. Only ended up with eight of those cases being in the U.S., which is pretty solid, I think. Only eight out of the 8,098. Okay. 774 people died in 2003 from SARS. Take off a couple of years. 2004, pretty solid. 2005, pretty solid. 2006, sucked ass. <laughs> Started off with the mumps. I thought we were good with the mumps. I didn't think we had any problems. This is one of those things like polio. We eradicated it. We've got vaccines, but it comes back. It comes back with 6,500 cases in 2006, mostly um, in the Midwest on college campuses because, you know, horny teenagers can't keep them hands off themselves. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, and then still in 2006, because remember, 2006 sucked ass. That's when we had to deal with E. coli and salmonella. You remember, you couldn't go to the store. You couldn't get a bag of spinach. You couldn't get a salad without having to worry about E. coli in it. E. coli. They said uh, 199 reported cases with three deaths in 26 states. And the scope of things compared to what we're dealing with now, not too shabby. 
not too shabby compared to... What was a concern at the time? was a huge concern at the time. I like spinach in my salad. I like to eat. Why not? All right, take off a couple years. Seven, eight, pretty solid, nothing major. 2009 hits, boom, we got the swine flu. 20 cases in the U.S. Ended up reaching 208 countries by the end of the year. By December of 2009, the swine flu is in 208 countries with at least 12,000 deaths. More than 12,000. It says 12,220 deaths due to the swine flu. And that kind of falls off. Take a couple more years off. Because I haven't heard. When was the last thing you heard anything about the swine flu? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Take a couple of years off. And I didn't think that this was a big deal. And I really don't remember this being in the news, but it made the list. So we're going to go ahead and go with it. 2012 is when the whooping cough was a big deal. Do you remember that? I only remember that because my children had to have whooping cough Vax, like you, anybody that was going to be near them had to have it. Okay. Pretty contagious. It says here, yeah. also known as pertussis, pertussis, the whooping cough. Uh, it says it had 48,000, <laughs> nearly 49,000 cases in the U.S. They say that the, and this is what blows me away because I've heard of the whooping cough. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. It was one of those things that, uh, yeah, you got a vaccine, boom, you go take care of it. But apparently, uh, if you get the whooping cough, you can get a coughing fit that lasts anywhere from 10 weeks or more. It can be life-threatening for infants. It says whooping cough cases is 24.1 million with about 160,000 deaths per year according to the National Center of Biotechnology Information. Dude, that's a lot over, yeah. a, over a cough. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I mean, it's not just a cough. Mm -hmm. But it's not coronavirus. No, it sure isn't. But that's the why, I mean, you're comparing it to probably one of the more violent viruses we've ever, you and I have ever experienced. That That's true. Because to be honest with you, until, you know, I... Didn't really experience anything like this. Yes, I, I, I remember hearing about the SARS, uh, but it didn't really affect me, okay? I remember hearing about the swine flu, but it didn't necessarily affect me. Unlike coronavirus, where it's affecting everybody. Everybody. Well, I mean, it's only affecting you and me mm -hmm. because we're helping out to make sure it doesn't happen. These other things you're mentioning have solutions Right, right, they do. They did not at first, but they do Once now. Once this has a solution, it mm -hmm. won't be so ca you know, crazy. Right, right. We'll be looking back 20 years from now and say, hey, remember 2020, the year of suck? Right. Oh, God, this, I mean it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad <laughs> compared to whatever we're, crap we're dealing with now. That's the truth right there because I know there's going to be something else that's going to pop up and it's going to be just, and we won't even think about this coronavirus anymore, even though it's killed hundreds of thousands and infected millions of people worldwide worldwide i was listening to the news the other day and uh, i guess africa is the new hot spot for it okay and it's it blows me away the like how how this thing goes global the way that it does the way that it does i get it it takes one infected person outbreak your little ebola monkey okay it takes one person to contract it, and then they contract it to another person to get on a plane, and da 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 da, da. 
But I heard that, you know, Africa is the new hotspot for it or becoming that way because, you know, it's it's they don't have the health care that we do or, or or other places around the world. So I find that kind of concerning, but hopefully we can get this squashed here soon. I'm sure I'm sure we will. Ugh. All right, flash forward, uh, that's 2012. 2012 was also a year of suck. If you remember 2006, 2012, that's where we got the MERS, the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. Uh, it says only two cases were found in the U.S. in 2014, in Indiana and one in Florida. They were linked to healthcare providers who previously worked in Saudi Arabia. And set up until 2019, only 2,400 cases have been reported with 858 deaths. Which, uh, yeah, I don't think that's that bad. I don't think that's that <laughs> bad. But if you think about it, you're looking at the numbers. Cause, and, and when I say that, oh, I don't think it's that bad because we've got hundreds of thousands of people dying. But if you stack those bodies up, if you put 800 dead bodies in one room, that's a lot. That's a lot of dead yes, bodies. Yes, it is. But also, if you put 100,000 dead bodies in one room, that's way more. The fact of it is, it's not as bad compared to what we're looking at now. Uh, fast forward, 2013 seemed to be all right. Seemed to be an all right year. Nothing major happened. 2014 comes around and Ebola strikes us. That was another one of those. Uh, I thought it was only in Africa is where you got the Ebola. I, I thought it was eradicated. I didn't think that they'd have any issues, but of course... They, uh, they get the Ebola there. It reached the U.S., uh, only four cases and one fatality, which I think is pretty phenomenal. Uh, so the most recent outbreak in Ebola occurred in the Dominic uh, Democratic Republic of Congo in 2018. So if you think about it, we can get a handle on these things, but they never really go away. Because Ebola here was discovered in 1976, but yet we're still dealing with it. Right, because it's there's what is it never really went away. Right, right. So how none of these things ever really went away. And I'm I'm not a doctor, and I know you're not either. But the question is, is is how do we get that to go away? How do we completely eradicate all these diseases? Ebola, yeah. COVID nineteen, SARS, MERS, H one N one. How is it possible to completely eradicate sure. it? And how do we do yeah. it? Yeah, it's very easy. How's that? Uh, take away people's free will. Put them on lockdown. Restrict no, take them. away people's free will to not take the vaccine. Oh, kind of like a uh, like a natural yeah, selection. robots. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, people. The reason some of these things exist is because people don't want to follow the scientific parameters that have been set up or they feel like they're nonsense or whatever so kind of like with what we're dealing with now where it's like you know hey stay in your house only go out if you have to if you're the essential worker go to work if you have to get groceries only one person go wear your gloves wash your hands wear your mask stuff like that but then you got the free will people like what you're talking about and you see them in walmart you see them all over the place you see them in the quick trips no mask no gloves just spreading disease there was a Greek pandemic. Was it contingent? Anyway, it was the exact same. Like everything happened the mm -hmm. same way. People were told to stay home. They canceled events. Tons of people died. And yet, it was a hor It was horrible then. <laughs> and yet, here Spanish we Spanish flu, right? Right. Horrible. Right. 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 But when was but it? Still exists. There's just treatments for it. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. Moving forward from Ebola. You can't uh, you can't go on to Africa. You can't go to the Republic of Congo. You'll get the Ebola. Flash forward 2016. We've got the Zika virus. I remember when that and your babies are oh, being the Zika, born. Yeah. yeah, babies are being born with like weird shaped melon heads or whatever. Um, so uh, this is November of 2016. 84 countries. Uh, were reported to have the Zika virus in the Americas. So I read that as North America, South America. It's just not the United States, right? That's that's kind of right. both of them combined. Okay. 84 countries. Okay. First cases were in Brazil and then the spreading uh, uh, into New York, Florida, and then Texas. And then, of course, now we have to deal with this stupid coronavirus, the COVID-19 that is attacking the world, and, and we can't do crap because of it. Uh, I think that you can find anything out there that you go, that was horrible. For sure. For sure. But by far, what we're dealing with now, out of all those things that I've read, I was not worried about any, and it could be because I'll be 65 in August that I'm looking at things differently. But I, I did not worry about SARS. I did not worry about having to cover my face. I read it in the news. I watched the televisions. I watched South Park's mockery of it, okay? But I didn't care. I didn't care near as much as I do now. Same way with H1N1, you know, swine flu and all that. I just, mm. it, like I said, it didn't, I didn't look at him and be like, whoa, whoa, hey, man, I, I need to protect myself. I need to be right. wearing glasses or gloves and masks and, you know, not going out, being on lockdown. But for this thing here, I'm like, you stay in your house. <laughs> stay in your house and wrap it up. Well, they're not saying stay in your house. Mm -hmm. They're saying stay away from people. Mm -hmm. Well, that's me, though. That's me saying stay in your house. The best way to do it is just don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. And if you do, yeah. make sure you protect yourself because uh, let's, let's, let's put this behind us like we did all those other ones that seemed like they were so bad at the time. Yeah, the biggest problem with this is that you've heard it called the novel coronavirus. Uh-huh. Novel, novel, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means it's new. That means they had no idea about this prior to what? Like November. Okay. So there's no pattern. There's no testing. There's no nothing. Okay. The other things, there's groundwork laid and years of science behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't remember this much going into SARS, MERS, stuff like that. And maybe they just didn't televise it near much, or maybe I just didn't pay attention. There's a number of reasons why I didn't think that it was that big of a deal as compared to the pandemic that we're dealing with now. In, right. In the end, in the end, <laughs> since the year 2000, <laughs> it has been crap with a with an exception of a few years here and there. Been around the world, take my strong hand, get on the give train, on the give train. Been around the world, take my, my strong hand, get on the give train, give train. My God! <laughs> <laughs> Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOT. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Conspiracy Thursday still to come. We got our top list as well. 
Sam is out today. Uh, she sent us a note very early this morning and said she was not uh, feeling well. So she's not joining us, uh, but we are practicing our social distancing. Let's go ahead and play a game. Up for grab is some tickets for Smoke and Gun 7 happening over at the BOK Center on June 20th. Firefighters and police officers are going to square off in either an MMA or a boxing match, all to raise money for the firefighters burn camp, or the police are going to raise money for the Special Olympics of Oklahoma. So it's a fun way to kind of hang out, watch some fighting, and uh, raise some money for two amazing organizations that put smiles on these people's faces that deserved smiles. So let's go ahead and get our first contestant um, for Schnip Schnapp Schnur. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Aaron. Aaron, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Aaron, the Gimpy's going to tell us. What is the current record, Gimpy? Uh, let's see. Corbin is in the lead with six. I have five, and then Sammy has four. So Sam's not here, Aaron, so Gimpy and myself are going to be competing. Who do you want to read clues to you? Corbin. Corbin. Aaron, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, this is an item that uh, sometimes uh, jumpsuits are made out of. Sometimes it's velour. There was a Saturday Night Live skit where Mike Myers' character was like, what is that? And named a type of fabric. Um, sweatpants, um, uh, velvet. Um, yes. Suede. You got it. Velvet. Uh, this is when you do something over and over again, this is the word you associate with it. Uh, a lot of uh, fraternities have. Yes, correct. Uh, this is what you put uh, plants in. Sometime it's um, there's a place Garden. in town called Frankoma. Flower bag. Garden. Um, then Garden. The circular. Uh, it's the circular thing. Flower pot. Flower pot. Yeah, but what's the art of making those? Oh, ceramic. Ceramic. Pottery. Yes. Uh, the, the, the Cape Cornell. Cape Cornell. The place in Florida where they long uh, they shoot rockets. It's known as the what pad? Uh, launch pad. <laughs> yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Four. Four is what we got, Aaron. It might be good enough, buddy. Hang on the line, okay? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, let's get Gimpy's contestant. All right. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? This is Higgy. Higgy? There you go. <sighs> All right, Higgy. You and Gimpy have 60 seconds. You need to beat four. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go. All right, uh, not your dad, but your blank. Mom? Another word for mom. Uh, mother. Yes. This is, um, O.J. Simpson went on this when, when he allegedly killed that woman. Murder spree. No, 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 when the courts are involved. Wow. That's, yes. Uh, this is, okay, be blank and say nice things. Don't be a dick. It's, it's, another, uh. it's another word for being nice. Oh, man. Sweets? I don't know. No. Uh, nice. Another word for nice. Yes, yes, yes. You have good manners. You Courteous? Have, that's another word for it. Um, okay, so you have the north and south blank. Santa Claus lives at the north one. Oh. Okay, it has that word in it. 
man, I don't know. Another word for nice has got the word pole in it. Yes. Oh, uh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank on it. Shouldn't expect more from a guy named Higgy. No doubt. That's a rough one. Uh, I'm not that nice all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, got anything time. else? I got a bunch of nothing for you, dude. No oh, Higgy, I'm sorry, man. Two was not, you were on a good start, but that last one got you kind of hung up, man. Thank you so much for playing. You have a good day. Hey, thanks, guys. Love y'all. All right, buddy. We love you. Congratulations, Aaron. You're getting those tickets to Smoking Guns. All right. Thanks, man. Great job, man. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info. No problem. All right, man. Smoking Guns happening June 20th, BOK Center. More info, BOKCenter.com for the seventh annual charity fight between firefighters and police officers, Smoking Guns 7. Uh, the one that Gimpy ended on. Um, when you, an old lady might say that if you open a door for you, they might say, Well, isn't he a blank young man? Courteous. Nice. Yes. Sweet. Yes, all those are true. The word we were looking for was polite. That's why I was trying to go with North and South Poles. Maybe we could, you know, draw a line there. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think of, after he figured out pole, right, to think of, okay, this is what illuminates your room. A light, pole, light. Two words making into one. Yeah, that it's definitely a tough one. And when I wrote that one down, I was like, this will be easy. This should be no problem at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Well, thanks, Higgy. Yeah. You did good, man. He, I mean, you put up a good fight. I just suck <laughs> at giving clues for fight, polite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what would have been a, a better clue for polite, but it uh, doesn't matter. The record now is... Well, that moves you further in the lead with seven, keeps me at five, and keeps Sammy at four. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Did you know today is the 15-year anniversary of YouTube? Really? 2005 is when it came out, huh? I believe so, yes. Huh. I didn't. I never got into it until, like, I'd say the last seven, eight years since I've been been here. Before I started working here, I never got into YouTube. Never knew what it was about. I've heard, you know, on TV, oh, I found this on the YouTube. Never got into it. So you never, before you worked here, you never looked up YouTube on like how to repair something or how to do something or how to cook something or anything like that? Nothing, nothing ever. And now it's saved my ass so many times. So many times I'd be in the garage working, whatever. I'm like, how the hell do I do this? Or trying to, you know, fix my washer, which never, I never got fixed. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, yeah, I use the crap out of it now. Uh, It's the world's third most visited website. Nearly a million videos are uploaded each day. Google bought YouTube in 06 for $1.65 billion. The first video, which is like 15 seconds, that was uploaded by the creator, has 4.8 million views, and it's of him standing in front of uh, a zoo, like in front of an elephant, describing the elephant. It's a very ridiculous uh, video. That's fun. That's fun. He's like, I'm, I've got an idea. I'm going to make a platform where people can share videos. And I've got one. I've got one 
that I'm going to share with everybody to be the very first one. Oh, yeah, what is it? It's this elephant. It's me at the zoo, my family vacation. One billion hours of video are watched on YouTube every day. I see that, especially with the younger kids. When I say younger kids, I'm saying anything from 14 and 14 and below. You know, you're old enough to watch tele- television of sorts. It seems like all the ones that I've encountered, young children, they're not watching Cartoon Network anymore. They're not watching regular television. They're watching some silly crap on YouTube. I watch YouTube every day. I have a channel I check in on every day. Really? Yep. And 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 we, my daughter and I, yesterday or the day before, watched one guy's channel for an hour or two, and he was just doing science experiments. Okay. That seems like it'd be kind of interesting. I don't have anything that I check into every day. I've got certain channels that I get notifications on. Like I, one just popped up. It's uh, for Grand Theft Auto or whatever because I'm a huge Grand GTA fan. So I get notifications on like, you know, um, stuff that's going on in GTA 5 and GTA 6 updates when that's coming out. And outside of that, it'd be Casey Donahue Band. I get the notification for when they go live and do their show. But that's it. There's nothing on YouTube that I regularly check on. YouTube was founded by three former employees of PayPal. Hmm. Do you know who the creator of PayPal is? I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, A little guy by the name of Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah? Yeah, 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 the uh, Tesla guy. He's kind of a big deal. (laughs) Uh, Gangnam Style was so popular, it broke YouTube's view counter, and they had to upgrade it. Okay, I see that. You can navigate YouTube in more than 80 different languages, covering 95% of the internet population. Thirty-two million inappropriate videos were were removed from YouTube in 2018 by a team of ten thousand reviewers. <laughs> the video police. Well, I don't like this one. Remove it. This one's got boobs in it. Take it out of there. The woman who rented her garage to Larry Page and Sergey Brin in '98 when they were creating Google later became the CEO of YouTube. How about that? Anne Frank is on YouTube. How the hell is Anne? She was captured on film while leaning out of her window to get a good look of a wedding. And so now she's on YouTube. Okay. The oldest video of cats on YouTube, because there are people that love to go look at videos of cats on YouTube, is from 1894. Uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine right after Google. It's bigger than Bing. Yahoo and Ask mm-hmm. combined. Oh yeah, I can I can see that. I can see that. Back to this cat video of eighteen sixty four. How the hell? Eighteen ninety four. Yes. Eighteen ninety four. I'd hate for you to pull up the wrong one. Well, yeah. I mean, that one cat video is like thirty years older. Um, did they have video technology of sorts in eighteen ninety four? I I don't know. If you search for do the Harlem Shake on YouTube, the page will do the Harlem Shake. The most disliked video on YouTube is Justin Bieber's Baby with 4.4 million dislikes. 
and 60% of YouTube's 1,000 most popular videos are blocked in Germany. Huh. Germans don't like the YouTube, huh? Or, or they don't want you seeing them. Let's go ahead and do balls to the wall sports. <laughs> I can't believe you looked up a video of cats. I did. It's the it's the 1894 video, and Corbin, it's cats boxing. Ties right into sports. <laughs> uh, there were there will be 40 fewer minor league baseball teams next season as the minors are agreeing to Major League Baseball's proposal to cut guaranteed affiliations from 160 to 120 in this major overhaul in which Major League Baseball would take over minor league's governing body. MLB would oversee selling sponsorship, licensing, and media rights for its major uh, minor league affiliates. Hmm. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, the Saints have canceled their entire offseason program due to the coronavirus pandemic, and players will not be required to report to the team headquarters until training camp begins. General Manager Mickey Loomis said the team has decided to hold virtual workouts in lieu of off-season training activities and mini camps, but will meet with players online on occasion while abiding by the stay-at-home orders and guidelines. And the NFL draft is tonight from the Sooners. C.D. Lamb is expected to go in the uh, first round to the Las Vegas Raiders. Kenneth Murray, the linebacker, is predicted to go round one to the Baltimore Ravens. And Jalen Hurts probably won't go today. He'll be drafted tomorrow and is expected to go to New Orleans Saints. Good for him. That's Balls to the Ball Sports. I'm Corbin on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. And good morning to Sarah Crawford of IAN. Sarah heard the cue, and now she's qualified for CMall 2020, brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7. Just got a note. We're going to meet after the show today to figure out who's going to win this and how we're going to give it away. So details coming soon for that. You still have a chance to get qualified. Listen for that cue. It's going to be coming up uh, every hour today. Lynn, DC, all having chances for you to get qualified because today is the last day to get qualified. We're going to find out who wins it. Tickets to every concert KMOD is a part of, man, that sounds amazing. That includes the ones that haven't been announced yet. Hell yeah! And you're going to get VIP 2021 Rocklahoma tickets as well. So, Woo! another chance coming up very, very soon. And congratulations to Sarah. Conspiracy Thursday. It's like the story of Jeffrey Epstein will not go away. <laughs> so many weird things have happened. And this one, I think, is very bizarre. It's kind of an old story, but it's gotten some traction in the last uh, couple of days. And that it has to do with Peter Beard. Okay. He's a famous photographer. He's 82 years old. And his remains were found in the wooded area in Long, I in Long Island. He was a fixture at Studio 54, a pal of Andy Warhol, and allegedly the personal photographer to Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, nice. I bet you he's seen some things then. Well, that's part of the thought process is that he had these photos of people 
and he suffered from dementia and he had been missing from his compound <laughs> since March 31st. A hunter in a nearby state park stumbled onto clothing consistent with what the man was wearing, Beard was, when he disappeared, according to the police. The remains were found in a densely wooded area of the park, and there was no appearance of foul play. <clears throat> um, his family has confirmed he has died. Of course, they were heartbroken. Uh, his creations, his photography has sold for more than $500,000 a pop. Wow. And he had a history from wandering off from time to time, even had the nickname walkabout from friends where he would just go missing. Okay. Uh, I think that's bizarre, but I get it. I get it. There's strange people and, and to be a photographer, you know, you got to be a little strange. Okay. Uh, so I get it. Hey, I'm just going to go find inspiration wherever it may be so I could see how he would take off for weeks at a time. Uh, he once was married to Cheryl Teagues. Really? Supermodel. Uh, his family obviously is devastated at his death and thanked police officers and canine units and everybody that helped looking for him. Uh, he was defined as what it means to being open to new ideas. He was insatiably curious. He pursued his passions without restraints and perceived reality through a unique lens, hmm. which means he was weird. Yes. Uh, they're saying that his body looked like it had been eaten by animals. Okay. I, could, I can see that. I mean, he's found in the woods. The animals are going to eat regardless because a lot of wild animals, I mean, they scavengers. They find whatever. And, hey, look, look. They don't see it as a human being. They just see it as a meal. It's meat. Right. I want to eat it. Hmm. And when you say, I mean, when you say remains, it's pretty clear we're talking about not very much, like, parts are disassembled from each other. That's the way I take remains. Oh, okay. Okay. See, when when you say remains to me, that's just, I mean, it's this body that's there. It Not necessarily uh, disassembled remains it's just what's left of him right but to me okay wouldn't they just say body uh yes if there was no decomposition involved okay the way i see it and what goes through my brain is 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 the he's been there for a while he's it's, it's been decomposing He's been eaten by some animals, so there isn't a full body there. It's just the remains of his body there. Now, had he now had they, they he went missing on let's just say a Tuesday, and then they found him dead on a Wednesday, then yeah, they would say there's his body, providing that the animals haven't eaten him yet, and because there's no decomposition happening. Did you know that there's a thing? Or this guy had an assation to the Montauk Project, which is basis, the basis for the show Stranger Things? Uh, I've heard of the Montauk Project, um, but I didn't know that he had any part in there. And I didn't I, know. I didn't either. I didn't know that the Montauk Project was the basis for Stranger Things. That's news to me. Which Montauk Project, for those that don't know, was a mind control experiment. Yeah. By the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it was like a Montauk is an island just off of uh, New York or something like that, mm-hmm. New York State, something like that. I remember it was a couple of years ago. It was like eight or nine years ago. The Montauk Monster, if you remember that, had washed up on shore. And Geraldo made a big deal out of it because, you know, that's what Geraldo does, makes a big deal out of nothing. But, uh, I mean, it was, you can Google it. It's a pretty bizarre-looking creature. It looks like it, to me, like a dead, bloated, like, oversized mole. That makes sense to you? Because it's got, like, real large front teeth, okay? And feet are a little weird. The number of people that have gone missing or are dead that are connected to Epstein is fascinating. Yeah. This story is probably one of the most fascinating conspiracy stories of all time. You know, like you think about JFK and you think about all the people involved with that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Right, like from Jack Ruby and his association with it and how where he went, like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The people that died, oddly. You could easily wrap it up with, that's just what happens. People die. Yes, you are absolutely right. People die. Some of them naturally, some of them unnaturally. I think when it comes to stuff like JFK, especially Epstein, all the bodies that are popping up on that. Um, That's not natural. And I don't think that, you know, they died by their own accord. But what do you... Because people associate, like, Oswald getting shot by Ruby and then Ruby dying as, like, sequentially, like, within days. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Ruby died a, a while after that. I thought it was just, I, I've always thought that it was just mere days. Mere days after Jack shot Oswald and then Ruby got shot, like like said, two, three days afterwards. But that's coming uh, from a No, mom. it was like four years later. I think Jack Ruby died like four or five years after he shot Oswald. Okay. But that doesn't make any sense, though. I mean... If along the lines of the conspiracy, um, why wait so long? Why wait so long to to take him out? Why wait four years? Because there's a lot that can be said and spread in a four year span. So for me, if that's, I but that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that it, it sounds connected, mm-hmm. but it's not. Okay. And even I think. Yeah, no, that was the like within days that Oswald was shot, if I remember the timeline correctly. Yeah. But Epstein, right? We're talking at six months and now his personal photography. Why would he wait? Why would they wait so long to get him? Oh, well, you know, the coronavirus, Corbin. Everybody's on lockdown right now, you know, social distancing. So they had to make sure that, you know, everybody's at home, locked up. And you gotta you gotta kill this guy. You gotta stay at least six feet away from him because you don't want to catch the corona. Ah. <laughs> Not when it comes to that type of stuff. I don't believe that. No, no, because if, and we're just going on a, a government cover-up, essentially. Yeah. Um, no, they're, they're not going to care. They're going to say, get out there and tie up this loose end. But, sir, what about the coronavirus? I don't care. 
If you die, you die. If you get it, just get the job done. At least that's what I had to do anyway. I would think that if those people would want that, like somebody like that killed instantly, at least any movie I've seen with Tom Cruise, like they kill like informants pretty quickly. Yeah, because you don't want to give them any amount of time to get out whatever information that they may have. Even in like this season of, of Ozark, right? Like they killed somebody, a spoiler alert, they killed somebody pretty quickly. Yeah. I have, uh, all right, so you'd be proud of me. I, I, I powered through the first episode, okay? And I think I'm on episode four now. Of season one. Of season one. So I'm just fresh in the beginning, and I don't care if you spoil anything for me. I'm still going to watch it regardless. But uh, I'm going to have to say pretty solid so far. Pretty solid show. Yeah, we told you it's I know good. it. I it's know good. It. I know it. Amazing how good something is when you pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Put the controller down and actually do something else with your life. I totally get it. Um, so I am impressed. Uh, I think Jason Bateman has done a really good job, not just acting, but putting this this series together. I am Based on what you guys have told me, I'm not looking forward to season two that I just have to power through. I can't just skip it. I can't just go from one to three. I have to watch two. Yes. Ugh. Okay. It's all about development. You might enjoy it. Listen, you you thought it sucked before, so maybe don't listen to us. <laughs> all right. I like that. <laughs> I mean, why start now? <laughs> right. Well, listen, it's a new year. It's a new change. <laughs> As you approach your 70s, you're maybe just getting a little bit wiser. Yes, absolutely. You can tell by the gray hair in my beard. <laughs> uh, let's do this. We're going to take a break, and we're going to reset, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people for CMall 2020 brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7. Another chance is coming up very soon. So make sure you're listening for that chance to get qualified. We'd hate for you to miss out because today's the last day. So if you don't get qualified today, well then... Uh, Sucks to be you. You're out of luck. You're not going to get to uh, get qualified. You're not going to get to go to Rocklahoma next year as we are throwing in VIP Weekend 2021 tickets. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I was looking. I hate when I have stuff and I find it and then I can't find it again. That happens to me all the time. I feel you. I feel you. I think it's the age. <laughs> <laughs> Where did I put my glasses? Eh. I don't think so. <laughs> not quite like that scale yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I have it right here. Uh, dang it! It's one of those things where you know, not working at home, which is uh, not working in the studio and working from home, it's harder to stay focused. It is. You got a a bunch of different distractions. If it's not children, it's it's 
It's the guy, the, the landscaper, the gardener out there mowing the lawn. Okay, or if it's not him, it's, you know, the phone ringing or whatever. It's just all the stuff that happens at your house that when, when you're not there. Well, and I thought I had security things on my computer so I can always go back to something. Like I have it waiting. You know what I mean? Like I have a his Anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. So guess who's getting the last laugh through everything? Preppers. Really? Yeah. Uh, everybody made fun of them, right? USA Today is reporting that preppers and survivalists are often called conspiracy theorists. But in this case, it turns out they were right. Yes. Yes, in a sense. When when you hear the word preppers or survivalists, mostly just preppers, you're thinking of the guy that's just bat-ass crazy who has a cabinet stock full of a four-year supply of canned goods and jugs of water. Okay, which totally makes sense if the world was ending and we're having a zombie apocalypse. But it's not the case because you can still go to the grocery store. You can still get your food. You can go to these restaurants in town. And granted, you can't go inside, but you can still order it. You can still pick it up. You can still go back home and eat it. So, yeah, they were right, but at the same time, they're still a little overboard. Uh, not like on doomsday preppers, like we are thinking almost like the cliche of a prepper. Most people are that are preppers are really survivalists. One guy interviewed in the article says that he simply grew up in the country learning how to hunt, fish, grow and preserve my own food and be prepared to feed the family if they found themselves out of work or no food on the shelves. Okay. He says, we're normal people. Nothing separates us from anyone else, with the exception of we can look ahead. Okay. We have a magic skill set that others do not. Ah, whatever, dude. Whatever. The thing that they have that we don't is the will to go out and hunt their food, skin it, you know, process it, and be able to eat it, cook it and eat it that day. A lot of people, like us, you and I, and, and just regular old town folk, we expect that to have something, have it done already. So therefore, yeah, we're, we're not going out. We're not hunting our food, skinning it. The Associated it. Press also uh, did a feature on them and said that in Doomsday Preppers, those are people actually waiting for an apocalyptic end of times scenario while survivalists are preparing for a scenario exactly like what we're going through. The vast majority of this is beans and band-aids, not bullets and bunkers, the founder of a prepper website. He says, right now in this environment, everyone's a prepper. The president of a Utah survivalism store uh, told them and said that uh, everybody's buying freeze-dried, dehydrated, or canned meals to store. Okay. And demand for such items has gone way up since the pandemic started. One group on Facebook has 2,000 new members per week. Damn. Survivalists interviewed for the story say they're not gloating. They're trying to help those who are now coming to them asking for advice on how to get through and even sharing some of their supplies. Well, that's cool. Then at least they're not being dicks about it. I feel like if you're a survivalist or a prepper, sharing really isn't in your DNA. Exchanging, bartering maybe. But you don't want to 
You don't think that they want to help society thrive in the event that, you know, everything goes to hell and we're all stuck in this survival mode to where, you know, grocery stores aren't open and, and we have to hunt and, and gather berries and whatnot. It's like, you don't think that they want to help society thrive? I don't know. I would think so. I would think so as a, as a human being that we want to help. It's just natural for us to want to help others. So, yeah, it's like, hey, can you teach me how to grow, you know, vegetables for my garden so I can survive? Hey, can you teach me how to, you know, skin a buck or something like that, track? I, I would think, yeah, yeah, I go, here's how you do it. So, And this is the reason why. I don't want to have to do it for you. <laughs> if I could teach you to do it, you could do it all day long. You got no problems. But, you know, you're expecting me to have to do it for you. I've got to fend for myself right now. So now I've got to fend for myself and I've got to help you. Well, it's a lot of work. Teach mm -hmm. and give supplies to two different things. Okay. Okay, yeah. And the article said that they were giving some of their supplies. Yeah, it's another, another way of helping your, your fellow human out. Oh, you have nothing. Well, I tell you what, I've got an abundance of cream corn here. I've got, I've got 72 cans of cream corn. I'm going to go ahead and break you off a dozen so you'll have something to eat. But, you know, use it wisely because after that dozen's gone, I, I can't help you out anymore. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. And I, I think that there's a difference between people that go, well, I know how to hunt. Yeah. And people that have an area of land that they go to, they've been to, they know how to hunt on it, they know where... They've set up for like traps or scent baits or whatever. Yeah. Because you and me, like I can hunt. I can point a gun and shoot an animal if I needed to. Yeah. I can fish. But I don't have a place I go fishing. Mm -hmm. I don't have a place I've ever gone hunting. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different between saying, I know how to do this and something you're maintaining so you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. If it was either you or I, we'd have to go just drive out into the middle of nowhere, all right? Where's the middle of nowhere? Go west and then find some land and hope that, you know, we don't get in trouble for, for being on it, hunting and fishing and whatnot, as opposed right, to being like, on private property. Exactly, exactly. In an apocalyptic event or a pandemic event, people going, you're trespassing on my property, which they usually don't have a conversation about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There, There's just one conversation, and that's... Uh, that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> they speak in a different over. language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as opposed to the people, like I've, I've got plenty of friends that live out in the country and have the acreage, and that's what they do. And those are the people that I'm going to be going to. Hey, Ed, Ed, can you put me up for a little while? <laughs> right. <laughs> I I think that I I would call myself. Gosh, I don't know how you decide between a prepper and a survivalist, other than the definition they gave, where I'm not preparing for an. Ep you know, like a post-apocalyptic event. Yeah, yeah. I, I vacuum seal a ton of different food. We have leftovers, it gets vacuum sealed. And put in the freezer. Yes. What happens when the freezer goes out? All that vacuum sealed food is no bueno. Right. Again, I'm not preparing for an mm -hmm. apocalyptic event. Mm -hmm. You have the access to the food in case you need it or whatever. I, f I feel that all of us, every last human on earth could be labeled a survivalist. Don't we all just want to survive? It's it's built in our well, DNA. Well, wanting, mm -hmm. listen, action is everything. Okay. Of course you want to survive, but if you're, what are you doing mm -hmm. to do that? Right, right, right. I'm not doing anything right now. 
until it came down to it and I absolutely had to. And then I would fight tooth and nail to make sure that I survive. But I ain't doing But it might be too late. Right, right. You don't think about that. You don't think about that because you're people. I do. I think about well, that every day. <laughs> I know you do. But then you got the guys that are like me that are just do-do-do-do-do going about my business. I got to go to work. Got to go home. You don't think about that other stuff until the S hits the fan. And, and yeah, granted, it makes it a little tougher, a lot harder to, to, to get by to where preppers, okay, Preppers like you who have survivalists, survivalists, preppers, preppers are that we've established Mm -hmm. preppers are people waiting for an apocalyptic event. So survivalists, ones who were already ready already, they've they've got a bit of a stockade (laughs) already. Uh, Yeah, that that's not as hard of a blow when when the stuff goes down. Ask me things that you think a survivalist or a prepper or whoever would have for. Okay. An event like what we've just gone through, and we'll see if I okay if, if I have those things. Okay, we'll start off with the easiest ones, the obvious ones. Uh, bottled water. Oh yeah. So when I'm I probably say, have five or six cases. Okay, so of actual like twelve all ounce the time bottles, not like you're not you don't have like gallon jugs. It's just cases of bottled no. water. No. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and that's not counting what I'm not counting what I already have in my tornado shelter. Oh, okay. So this is outside different stash then. Nonetheless, yeah, you got. The, the, Non-accounted for, right? Uh-huh. These are ones I have ready for use at any time. Okay. I have between five and six cases all the time. Okay. Um, non-perishable food. And when I say that, I mean it has to be canned goods or, you know, like ramen noodles or something like that. Nothing that's going to go bad. I buy canned beans and vegetables in like 36 packs. Okay. Like as, bi- as big a packs as I can buy. So you get like a flat at a time, a flat of green beans or a flat of corn or whatever the case well, is. Well, Sam's Club, yeah, they're pre-packed, yeah. but yes, essentially. Okay. okay. Um, toiletries. And when I say that, I, I feel like deodorant's necessary when the world goes down and there's no electricity. I feel you still need to be somewhat hygienic. There's always at least one or two backups of, of everything. Okay. Okay. Shaving lotion, mm-hmm. razors, mouthwash, toothpaste, deodorant, shaving cream, mm-hmm. body lotion. We, I keep, I make sure there's always at least the ba- a backup to what's there. And when that backup's gone is when I get more. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you're ready if you can still maintain your same, same hygienic level, at least for... A month or so, month or two after. Again, we're talking about not an apocalyptic event. I get it. If there's if there is an apocalyptic event, Mm -hmm. hygiene is going to be one of the least concerning things. If I smell like you know a cool summer breeze, (laughs) I don't know, man. Uh, But if there's a grocery store chaos like what we kind of went through, okay. Okay. I'm totally fine. Toilet paper then, because we've just gone through this crisis with the toilet paper. You can't find it anywhere. You stocked up. You're good to go. I, I had some. I had anxiety because I wasn't going to be able to replenish mm-hmm. the backups. <laughs> That's where my anxiety. I had like 20 some odd rolls, and I was like, ah, it's fine. And then you burn through those, and you're like, oh, crap. No, I still haven't burned through them, but <laughs> okay. I did buy more toilet paper. Okay, okay. So we got the toilet paper. We got food. We got bottled water. Um yeah, I think that, to me, I think that's really all you need because you don't need extra clothes. You've already got the clothes that you have. Right. Okay. How about batteries? Batteries, okay. 
Okay, see, that's stuff that right. I don't think about. That I don't think about because, um, okay, so like for flashlights, radios, and stuff like that, not an apocalyptic event. This is just if, you know, like the grocery stores run out of everything and maybe the power grid goes down. I mean, I think of it as using just my phone, but you're right because I've got the radio, I've got I've got a flashlight, I got everything I need right here. But if the power grid goes down, my phone's dead. How am I going to charge it? I keep probably 60 to 100 batteries all the time of the batteries we use. So like AAA, right? AA. Right, maybe 9 volts C or a D battery in yeah. there or whatever. Okay. Uh, all the time, all the time. I have a special container for batteries where I store stuff. So when Christmas comes around, you're not having to run down. I'm the guy. <laughs> because you forgot. There's batteries. no like, oh, we didn't get the batteries. <laughs> right. I always have the batteries. Okay. Okay. Try to think of ammunition. ammunition. Yes. So, I have plenty of ammunition. I okay. honestly feel like there, there's never not enough. I don't, I didn't think about that. I don't. I've got maybe a half a box for my pistol and maybe like two two boxes for my rifle. And my brother was asking me about oh. that a couple of weeks ago. It was like, hey, because, you know, things are getting hairy and he's worried something's <laughs> Things gonna... are getting hairy. Well, listen, I mean, to him, to him, he's like, what happens if people start breaking into the house trying to steal their toilet paper? Well, for one, ain't nobody going to break in here and steal our toilet paper. But if they do, I think we got enough rounds to ward off a few people. But I, I have no problem showing my crazy. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's not getting hairy. Right. But my thought process is I'm not going to wait for it to be hairy. Right. You're, Somebody texts in there like, how about tampons or pads? You have a lot of girls. I have one woman <laughs> who yeah, needs that. You won't have to worry about the other two for at least another 15 years or something like that. God willing. It's going to be a while. So, I mean. And probably not 15, but. It's going I to, hope what you're saying. From your lips to God's ears, I hope so. <laughs> it's going to be a while, so you don't have to worry about tampoons. Uh, for but when, that, ta mm -hmm. when that happens, they will never have to worry about running out. Okay. I will make sure there's always some here. I have, have no qualms with buying that stuff. I'm pretty sure when I go to buy any of that stuff in the grocery store and I've got a cart full of it, nobody looks at me like it's for me. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you doing with the 13 boxes of Tampax? Right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's for my daughters. Uh. I think I like the idea of there's an, a big difference between a prepper and a survivalist. Mm -hmm. And a prepper is preparing for the apocalyptic event. Generators, the special key to turn on a faucet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At the public, which I have one. But those, but the, those type of things. Medicine. Medicine, that's one thing I didn't think about so far as medicine. Do you have that stock? And I'm not talking about just your regular Tylenol or Advil or your <laughs> cough syrup or whatever. Mm -hmm. Antibiotics, pain relievers that are stronger than your Tylenol or whatever. You got those? Iodine tablets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't think about that stuff. I'm the guy that's running around like a madman, you know, raiding all the pharmacies after they've already been raided, trying to scrounge to find something if I need it. Totally, totally. I am not prepared. I am, I am not prepared for anything to hit the fan at all whatsoever. Here's the thing. I hate being behind the eight ball. Mm -hmm. Any ball, to be a matter of fact. But the, for me, the anxiety we hear Sam talk about yeah. by getting in an elevator, 
I have when we're almost out of toilet paper. Okay. When we're almost out of batteries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you don't need them, though. That's the thing. You don't. I need- use every single one of them. Eventually, eventually, and that's the difference between you and I. You've got a stockpile. You are ready to go no matter what. Me, I don't have that. And I'm okay with My it. My goal is to reduce the amount of anxiety I have. <laughs> and I hate the idea of not having bottled water mm. or battery. Yeah. Right? Or like, oh, I'm watching the news and people are buying nine millimeter out of like it's going out of style. Yeah. Yeah. That made me And that think- gives me that kind of thing gives me anxiety. So I I stay away from it by having that stuff. At my disposal. That makes when sense. When I want it. it. Makes sense. I uh it, you made me think that I really need to get some stuff together then <laughs> and start stocking up on a few things. Cause why? You never know. <laughs> you never know. All right, we gotta take a break and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's morning show. 975 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam is out today, so I'm going to be your sports guy. Boise State has furloughed coach Brian Harson, as well as other coaches and athletic department employees, earning more than $40,000 per year. The coach, who makes $1.65 million in base salary, will be furloughed for 10 days at some point between early May and the end of July, according to the school. The president of Boise State lost more than $10 million as a result of canceling events because of the coronavirus pandemic. 10 days? What the hell does 10 days do? Uh, apparently a lot. I mean, 10 days is barely <laughs> any money. How much did he lose, he says? Millions? No, the school lost $10 okay. million. The school did. He didn't lose anything personally. Yeah. And no. Ten, yeah, yeah. That's a million dollars a day just on on sporting events. I, I guess it's more than just that. I mean, you got the arts. I'm sure there's some dance recitals or something in there. I don't know. Uh, dance recitals. You think those are big money revenue for Boise I'm, State? I'm I'm sure. No. <laughs> no. So I just did some quick math. As, you know, just taking out weekends, mm-hmm. 260 days, right? That's $6,346 per day. Damn. Right? Mm-hmm. For 10 days, right? That's only saving like $63,000. That's still a good chunk so, of change. Okay, that's one person's salary maybe at a university. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really not saving. Uh, no. Mm-mm. So what's, The amount of money companies are hemorrhaging and, and compared to the $10 million yeah, that they yeah. lost, that's nothing. Yeah, but they're saving money by letting Coach go because he, he, he made quite a bit. No, you didn't hear the story. The, they're going to furlough him for 10 days. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 10 days. 10 days. Yeah, that doesn't make any They're sense. They're only going to save $60,000. That doesn't make any sense. Then just keep him laid off until things get back to normal. Let him go be a greeter at Walmart or something. You know? Let's just say the combined salary of him and all the coaches and employees in that athletic department 
makes $1 million. Yeah. It's still one-tenth of what they lost. Not enough to save and keep everything status quo. What are they, because school's not in right now, so what, they have to pay the electric bill, the utilities? Oh, yeah. Any of the contracts they probably still had to offer, honor, right? Okay, okay. In terms of whatever they had going on. Lawns need to be mowed, patrolling, right? Gas, yeah. electric, mm-hmm. rent, mm-hmm. insurance. Yeah. Salaries. Yeah. Insurance for those people. Okay. It's I mean, Just because a business isn't open doesn't mean it's not spending money. Right, because you still there got- are still things that have to be contracts for cash registers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. copiers, bills still need to be paid. Just like every, yes. every normal Joe, there's still bills that have to be paid. Your rent, your utilities, stuff like that. It's just on a much uh, grander scale. Right. Yeah. The NFL draft is tonight. C.D. Lamb, the premier wide receiver from the University of Oklahoma and maybe in the country, is expected to go in the first round of the Las Vegas Raiders. Jalen Hurts. Probably not till round two tomorrow, and he's expected to go to the New Orleans Saints. The draft is tonight at 7 on ABC, ESPN, the NFL Network, and pretty much anything else that you think you're going to watch sports on, they will be covering that. It'll probably even be like the leading news tonight at 10 o'clock. So uh, that's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Corbin on 97.5 KMOV. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also get hold of us via text. BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Kevin Williams of Tulsa heard the cue and is now qualified for CMR 2020. I believe that is our last qualifier. Because Lynn and Lunchbox have the last, I'm sorry, Lynn and DC have the last <laughs> few chances to get qualified. As uh, we'll be giving it away soon. It's all brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7. So listen with Lynn in D.C. for your chance to get qualified. On Thursdays at this time, we do our top list. It's time for the Big Man Morning Show's top list. Random topics, randomly drawn, with random results. Now here's Corbin, Gimby, and Sam with this week's top list. This week, we did something very male. (laughs) Hot chicks. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, uh, Gimpy, without further ado. All right, number five hot chicks. Top top list, top five hottest chicks, I think. Jessica Alba. Okay. Um, she's got a great body, dude, just from top to bottom. She's got a nice rag. She's got a nice booty. And she's got a pretty face. So I put her at number five. Number okay. four on my list. So for her body mostly? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the, listen, I am as shallow as shallow can get. You can just call me Hal because all these are based on looks. There ain't near damn one of them based on their personality or their brains, okay? Shallow Hal, that's me. Mila Kunis okay. comes in at number four. Mila Kunis, dude, I have had a crush on this gal since she was in that 70s show, since it began. When I first was introduced to her, I'm like, this bitch is she dumb. Of course, that's her character, of course, but she's hot. And to watch her grow throughout the years is just amazing, amazing. The only thing that I don't like about her, I mean, I think her boobs could be a little bit bigger, but nonetheless, I can get past that. She's still a beautiful woman and got a, got a pretty banging body. Okay. Number three 
is one that uh, just recently kind of came out. And not like came out as in like I'm a lesbian or anything, but like came out into the public and was like, hey, here I am. Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself. Dude, dude, talk about just a badass in general. She's got a great body. Okay, she works out. Uh, she's the one that was in the Israeli army or whatever, right? The military. Bad I mean, ass. Wonder Woman, yes, yes, but yeah, she was. Okay, so Gal Gadot, she is hot, 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 hot. Uh, now we're down to the to the final two here, and number two, number two is one that I've had a crush on since I don't know, mid teens, fifteen, sixteen, something like that. And that's Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek okay. is is a smoke show, and she's like, she's in her early fifties, I think. I think that's how old she is, um, and still just banging as banging can be. Uh, she was recently, I think it was like at the Grammys or something like that, where you know she announced and Eminem came out and performed, and he got to hug her, or whatever. And I was jealous of him at that time. I'm like, dude, and he he she fanned out on him. She's like, oh my god, it's Eminem, da 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 da, and he didn't care at all whatsoever. He said in the article I read, he said, uh, it's okay. I got to hug Selma Hayek, <laughs> so I was jealous of him. Selma Hayek is 53, 53 and still a smoke show, in my opinion. And then number one is, if you know me in any way and listen to the show over the past couple of years, you know who it is, and that's Kate Upton, man. Kate Upton, she's got a great body huge jugs. I mean, she's not much of an actor, but I'm not here for her acting skills. I'm here to stare at her wonderful body. And as she's had a kid, things have kind of, you know, filled out a little bit more than what they were. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So Kate Upton rakes in number one for me. The thing about this list is I just picked five. <laughs> like I wrote down a list of all the, the, the hot women that come to mind. Okay. Hot, famous women that come to mind. Yeah. And then I just, you know, went through and picked five off that. So, number five, I have picked Hillary Duff. Really? Yes. Here's the thing. I, I tend to find women that are, n like, normal looking mm -hmm. to be more hot than supermodels. Okay. Because I'm not going to buy a Lamborghini. They're nice cars. They're mm. good to look at. Mm -hmm. But they're such an unattainable thing Okay, that I don't have desire for it. Okay. Being more realistic in the, in the yeah. realm there. Okay. Yeah. I'm not to say those people aren't hot, and my top two are definitely in that wheelhouse. Yeah. But I like to put people that are, like, normal. Mm -hmm. See, Not so looking like rare you know like that are so crazy and rare because i think women like hillary duff mm -hmm. or my number four my number three mm -hmm. would look that way on a saturday in yoga pants okay see when hillary duff uh grew out of the nickelodeon whatever she's doing became an adult i think she lost a lot of her looks as she matured as she just doesn't she doesn't look like she you must not to. have seen her lately I, we've talked about her recently, and and even then, because she was the one who went on the uh, rant about the guy that was taking pictures at the soccer field, right? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I Googled her then, and, and I see her, and I'm just like, mm, meh, meh. I am meh Hillary Duff. Yes. Okay. Number four, Jesse James Decker. She's a country musician, and she was on a reality show that I'm having a hard time remembering right now. But she, as of late during quarantine, has lost her marbles. <laughs> Join the club. Okay, she's kind of cute. Uh, she is married to a football player. Mm -hmm. But, like, she's gone crazy, man. She's There's videos. She posts her Instagram of her being, like, drunk and, like, falling down and everything else right now. <laughs> Very bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Number three, I have another one that I feel like you're going to meh. Okay. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Nice. She's on This Is Us. And I think she's one of the hotter women out there because she looks like somebody that would live next door to you or that would be, go to your church or that would uh, be the parent of one of your kids at school. Yeah, not a homely gal, but not a... Not a supermodel at the same time either. Yeah, I'm. You were right, dude. Right, but the list isn't top five supermodels. Right, right. It's the top five hot chicks, and these are your hot chicks. I get it, man. This is all your opinion. You were right. I'm going to marry this gal. She's cute. I wouldn't turn her down for nothing. But it's not one that I'm. I'd be like, okay, okay, yeah. She's she's cute. Uh, number two is where we start getting into the supermodel world. I can never say her last name correctly. She's a Victoria's Secret model, Candace Swampinall. Ah, uh, yes, old swamp hole, yeah. yeah she, she is uh, very hot. Yeah. One of the angels, I think, is what they're called. Yeah, yeah. And she got, she got pregnant, had a baby, still looks amazing. Greatest! For sure. Un she looks unbelievable. For sure. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't feel like there's any debate on that one. Number one, I think, is maybe the hottest woman out there. Okay. Because of what she's achieved and what she's still achieving, and that is J-Lo. Okay. I think she is a woman you look at and you go, she's accomplished things. That makes her hot. Yeah. She looks like she goes out and has fun and can have fun. Mm-hmm. Right? That makes her hot. Yeah. She's got money. That makes her hot, right? Yeah, like yeah, She checks yeah. all the boxes. Yeah, and for a woman in her early 50s to have a body like a, a woman in her mid-20s, faux show. Faux show. That's a good choice as number one. You know, the fun thing about this is we look at these women like, like J-Lo. Oh, man, give me the opportunity. I wonder where the crazy lies in them. You know what I mean? Because everyone. We all have crazy exactly. lying in them. Everybody's Not got just women. a little bit of crazy in them. So I'm wondering, like, what's J-Lo's crazy? What's Gal Gadot's crazy? What is it, the little things that, that set them off that you'd be like, whoa, this bitch is nuts and I'm running away? Well, I mean, there's a difference between what's their crazy and I don't want any part of it and what's their crazy and I don't care. Right, right. Jennifer Lopez, be as crazy as you want as long as we still hanging out banging. <laughs> I can deal with it. My, my crazy is, per, you know, buying, you know, 48 cans of green beans <laughs> and batteries and all these other things. And my wife's like, ah, that's not a crazy to me. I'll deal with that. That's not a problem. Right, right, right. But it's still crazy. Yeah, because it's, it's not normal. It's not Somebody normal. sent their text in. Uh, Mila Kunis. Sure. Solid. Amelia Clark, who is the girl from uh, Mother of Dragons, Game of Thrones. Yes. Daenerys. But yeah. I will say she, I don't know if she is as hot with uh, dark hair. She's not. 
She's not. She looks way better as a blonde. I I, I think she's super hot. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's got an awesome personality and an unbelievable smile. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's better as a blonde. For sure. That's maybe something that she might want to uh, think about. Somebody put text in uh, with there's uh, Sharna Burgess, who is a ballroom dancer on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Okay. <laughs> okay. She's hot, but I don't, that, you know, yeah. she's fine. Yeah. She's fine. These are all fine. Yeah, the, the, like you said in the beginning, man. It's, it's pizza. All arbitrary. Yeah, everybody's got their own opinion. Natalie Dormer. Who is that? That was another person that got sent in. And I don't know who this person is. English actress. Okay. Uh, Natalie Dormer. She was the, uh, she was in Game of Thrones. She was the daughter of the grandma. Oh, yeah, with the gay brother or whatever, the gay husband. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, she was, she was cute. Okay. Yes. I dig that now. She was awesome on that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Queen Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah. Not the old lady, but yeah. Right, right. Olivia Mann. That's got to be Mun, right? Yeah, that autocorrect got you. And I don't find her that attractive. I don't. I mean, she's all right, but if I'm going to put her on a scale of one ten, she's going to get a, she's going to get maybe a six, maybe a seven. Jennifer Aniston, as of late, she's getting. How do I say this the nicest way possible? She's getting to have a voice like Gimpy. <laughs> she hanging out smoking too many marble reds drinking whiskey it's my type of gal she she's getting her voice is getting a little raspy like on a saturday morning after a late night she probably sounds like this <laughs> hey darling you want to go out for breakfast uh, <laughs> no uh i had her on my list somebody had sent in oh i figured she'd be on there i did have her on that list but i felt that uh, there were five more that were better. I give her an honorable mention. I even put her at, at, at number six, but not the top five. Somebody on their list of their top five had Sofia Varga, Varaga, Vergara, Dish. Bonnie Rotten, who was a porn star. What? No, thank you. She's hot. I mean, she's inked up. She's not an ugly girl at all. Mm -hmm. She's not ugly. Yeah. Yeah, it's the last name that gets me. <laughs> I'm sure that's not. I'm sure that's not what's on her birth certificate. But rotten in any kind of gal's name, I'm like, nope. I'm I'm good. What else is rotten about you? Yeah, she's. Uh, all right. Then they had Maria Brink. Yeah. Lizzie Hale. Mm -hmm. And Alex Zadara. Zadara. Zadra. Alex Zedra. Zedra. And some Twitch person. Okay. Okay. She's not ugly. No. But she's the number one hottest person for you? Yeah, bro. I think I could find a few more that are way better than than this gal. Megan Fox got texted in. Mila Kunis. Shakira. Shakira? Shakira. Kate, Kate Beckinsale. I mean, I think Kate Beckinsale's hot. Mm -hmm. Anna Kendrick. I think Anna Kendrick's hot, but I also find her not hot, and I can't explain why. Some there's an annoyance about her and her personality. Okay. There's a slight annoyance. I mean, it's it's kind of like Sam with Zoe Deschanel. I feel that Anna Kendrick's just kind of uh, I'm a little little strange, a little quirky, and try to have fun or whatever. But I'm still cute. Uh, yeah, I'd you know go out and have a drink with her, but I'm not. That's about as far as it goes. I don't I don't find it's her so, attractive. 
It's so weird that, you know, when you said Mila Kunis, we got multiple texts from multiple different people telling us that she was underage during that 70s show. I don't know if that's trying to discredit her or what, but they definitely, a lot of people wanted us to know. Maybe they think that's the hot version you think is hot. Okay. I can accept that. Why? Because I was underage when I started watching that 70s show. I was 17. <laughs> So it's totally fair for me to look at her and be like, yes, we're the same age. She's hot. Why not? Now, if I'm watching a show and a person's depicted on the show mm -hmm. and you assume they're adult, but they are playing a child. Yeah. <laughs> is that wrong to think they're hot? Uh, no, because you know that they're an adult. You know that they're of age. But they're and portraying a child. I get that. But that's just the job. That's just that's just the job. It's just a show. We're all acting here, okay? I know she's not really <laughs> seventeen, so that makes it safe to oogle. It does. But make in this case, she was underage. She was. She was. Like I said, so was I. Now here's here's the thing. If you are looking at these women, knowing that they're of age, but portraying underage, and you're fapping it to the underage portion, thinking about the, that's what makes you weird. That's what makes you weird. Okay. Somebody texted in and said Olivia Wilde. Yeah. She's, She's definitely right. hot. She's all right. I remember seeing her on House, and I was like, all right, she kind of, her boobs could be bigger. Her her face has got an, an interesting shape to it. Uh, so the rest of her is not that bad, though. Somebody texted in and said Megan Good. Okay. Uh, she's uh, an actress and been on... Uh, Oh, it's a daytime talk show. I can't remember the name of it. Sandra Bullock. Eh. Mm. She's like, like your list, right? She's not supermodel hot. She's PTA mom kind of hot. Sandra Bullock. I think so. I think so. She's, you think my list is PTA mom hot? Well, like when I, I say, feel like you just insulted me. <laughs> no, no, because you said these aren't supermodels. These are like women that you'll see that could go to your church, that you'll see at the you know the grocery store or whatever. That you look at them, you're like, yeah, that's hot. They they're not supermodels or Lamborghinis, and that's kind of where I put Sandra Bullock in there, man. She's not hmm, a, okay. She's not a supermodel for sure, but uh, I mean, she's she's a cute um, middle America mom hot. Charlize Theron, yeah. I don't know how we missed that one. Mm. She is South African hot. Yeah. I I missed her because I don't think... She's hot, yes. Don't get me wrong. But she's not the first one that comes to mind when it comes to hot chicks. So I totally, I totally missed her. She would be in a top 10, maybe. Uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler, sure. Who that? Uh, she was the daughter on Sopranos. Okay. Okay. Beyonce. Cameron Diaz. Mm. I think this person, they wrote, excuse me, Shara Kimono beats them all, but I think they meant Shara Kamiko. <laughs> I could be wrong. You could be. There could be a Shara Kimono. Somebody said uh, Janet Reno. Get out of here. Right. They're just doing Priyanka Chop uh, Chopra. Okay. She was on Quantico. She's married to one of the uh what's their name brothers? Jonas Brothers. Okay. She she's very she's a very beautiful woman, yes. Okay. Yeah, this list is pretty like all over the place. Yeah, because everybody's got different taste. Maybe this person who who texted in Janet Reno really thinks that, you know, elderly linebackers are hot. Who knows? 
Uh, no, they 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 no. clearly are just being ridiculous. Yeah, this Dakota Kai. Nobody thinks mm-hmm. Janet Reno is hot. <laughs> Not even Janet Reno thinks Janet Reno's hot. All right, I've seen this this Dakota Kai. She's a wrestler. She's all right. She all right. Kate Hudson. I don't think she's as hot. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yes, definitely hot. All these women are hot. They're all. The, that's the thing. All these women are ten. Yeah. To some. Here's people. one for you to look up, Gimpy. Yeah. Who you got? Winnie Harlow. Winnie Harlow. Yes, she is a Canadian fashion model. Uh huh. And uh, she has got a skin condition here? called vitiligo. <laughs> that's where skin. It's a skin pigmentation thing. Okay. Okay. And it's it's oddly placed right around her chin and her mouth and her nose. Yeah. This oh. person was obviously being a smartass. No, 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 no. It's more than just that. I look at it, another picture here. She's kind of got like a leopard print. Uh, I found a picture here, and she's got it on her hands. She's got it on her oh, yeah, she sure does. chest and torso. And it's just kind of like, it's like camouflage is what it looks like, if you think about it. The, the pattern is what I mean. It's kind of got that little here and a little No there. rhyme or reason. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like one patch. We're all over. She's still, she's still cute, though. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and you can send us uh, your list if you want. The top five uh, hot chicks. We'll be back. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I'm a big fan of car tint, right? Tinting your windows. Yeah, window tint, yeah. I especially like the one that goes uh, across the front. The eyebrow. windshield. Eyebrow is what they call that. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I think they're awesome. I make mean, it makes a giant difference, especially in a state like Oklahoma, where the sun in the summer is unforgiving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, go ahead. I was going to say most cars come with it, come with it, but it's a very light version of it, and you're you're bettering right. yourself by by getting an aftermarket put on and darkening that up. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, Apple apparently has made a patent on tint that will change based on the time of day. So if you're someone who has dark tint at night, it's kind of hard to see out like your back window and things like that. For sure. For sure. So uh, during a recent patent discovery, they've found a thing called dynamic tinting. And the way it would work is your car windows would automatically tint darker or lighter depending on the time of day and the car surroundings. The patent is a broad enough source that the... There is idea that it would be able to develop for windows on buildings too. That's cool. Essentially, it's transition lenses, but for your right. automobile or your workplace. Right. They'll be dark when you don't want them dark. <laughs> right. Not that other stuff. Right. You go inside. They'll look like a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 But it is brilliant though, because I've had I've had many different uh, shades of tint on different cars. I usually go as dark as you can, five percent. 
That's as legally. That's as dark as you can go legally, right? You follow the law on that one, huh? Absolutely, absolutely, uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I do, I do. Five percent. That's as low as it goes. I'm not trying to get harassed by the police. Okay, I don't know what's in my trunk. Nonetheless, uh, so with that, uh, I've had issues before where that's too dark. Like you said, at night, I backed out of a, uh, a parking spot at an apartment complex, and I look. I mean. Everything looks all right, but yet it's dark outside. Boom, smashed right into the dumpster that was parked in behind me. I have never had the tent be legal. Meaning, like, you always go darker? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes a giant difference. It does. 5% is pretty dark, dude. They call that in the industry, well, how do I, BJ Black. That's what they call it. That's when I when I got mine done, I said, I want mine 5%. He's like, all right, we'll get you. And then he called it that, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes perfectly good sense. I'm just looking here. Uh, yeah, I think I, yeah, I definitely don't do five. Okay. That's 5% of – no, wait, hold on. Five is 5% 5 of the light being let in. That's what a five is. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely that might be what I do because I go pretty dark, but I didn't think five was legal. Yeah, yeah, five is as that's as low as you can go. Now they do sell them where you can, and I've seen it before, a two and a half percent, and that is dark. You can't. Okay, see it. so the state law in Oklahoma is twenty five. Wow. Okay, so bad. so you have been breaking I, the law. I've always thought it was five percent. That was universal nationwide. I didn't know it differentiated from state to state. Always thought five percent was as good as it gets, so that's what I've always done. Nice to know that I've been breaking the law this entire time. This says on an, a sedan, it's twenty five percent. On an MPV, it's any MPV military personnel vehicle, maybe even. I don't know. Mean platelet volume. I don't know. Sure, sure. I don't know what that means when it comes to a vehicle. Twenty five percent's not that dark, though. No, it's not. That's and I'd have to call my buddy. He runs the tent shop. That's usually where I go. But I'm feeling that like 25% is basically factory tent. That's what you're getting it off of the lot. Compact multi-purpose vehicle. Okay, sure. MPV. Who'd have thought? Not the most. I just, yeah. It's an SUV. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so that because I've done it too. You do the 25 and you're like, no. But the idea that it could go darker. Or can you imagine that on the windows in your house? Oh, that would be great. That would be Ugh. fantastic. Your your energy bill would go down for sure because you're not letting out as much and it's the the sun's not beaming down inside to where you have to overload your air conditioner like you're at Sam's house or something. Right. Uh, I, I talked earlier about the crackdown on people that are preying on children who are at home mm -hmm. because of the coronavirus. So if you're online, you think you're talking to a teen, there's a good chance that it is a police officer. Uh, in Virginia, 30 lucky alleged scumbags have found out the hard way. Between them all, they were charged with a grand total of 68 felonies. Damn, son. Because they were thought they were talking to ugh, children. Mm. I, I want to believe, I'm going to believe that none of our listeners are out there soliciting teens and children to chat. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and believe that. Are you going to go with that, huh? Even if it's happening, I don't want to la 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 la. Nope. I want to believe that everybody that's listening to us is leaving them kids alone. 
Uh, here is some audio. This is pretty great of a TV anchor. So sorry about that. I'm I'm doing something on the fly here uh, of a TV anchor who was reporting that somebody recovered from the corona from the corona, mm-hmm. but actually ended up dying. Then they're not really recovering, are they? Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Gimpy. Yeah, defeats the purpose of recovery. Yeah, so here's that. I feel horrible. Jack is very much alive. Jack, we love you. And the story Michelle did brought so many people closer to you and your story closer to all of us again. Jack is alive and back home. He has come home, not in the figurative sense, but in the quite literal <laughs> sense. And my deepest apologies for that. I was just misread everything and I apologize, but he is alive and we are grateful for that. Yeah, it's so good to hear all of those success stories. And I'm sure that smile he had in that picture is even brighter right now. Can you imagine like he's not dead, he's come home, not 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 home home, but home <laughs> like to his brick and mortar. Right. He didn't come home to Jesus. I mean, he's actually at his house. <laughs> God, having a bad day, man. Mm-hmm. I'm Ron Burgundy. Go F yourself, San Diego. Yeah, right. That's exactly what it is. Mm. And uh, we're going to end with this because we all need a bit of ukulele in our life. Girls hit you, hallelujah. Girls hit you, hallelujah. Girls hit you, hallelujah. Cause Uptown Funk going to give it to you. Yeah. Uptown Funk going to give it to you. Uptown Funk gonna give it to you Saturday night and me in the spot. Don't believe me, just watch me. Come on! You might recognize that song <laughs> as Bruno Mars' hit song, Uptown Funk, if you're not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, a it's a pretty famous song. Interesting little spin on, on that. And that's Sam Neill. From you might know him from Jurassic Park as the as the doctor in Jurassic Park who drives the Jeep and all that. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Doing a killer version of Uptown Funk. Hallelujah. Girls. God, the ukulele is a douchey uh, instrument, isn't it? Yes. You're all you all you're. It's made for someone like me. Like bring. Yeah. Bring. I want to look cool. I want to play an instrument, but I don't want to learn. Do you realize how bad you have of a musician you have to be to not be able to play the ukulele? (laughs) Girls hit you, hallelujah, cuz Uptown (laughs) Funk gonna give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uptown (laughs) Funk gonna give it to you. Uptown Funk gonna give it to you. Somebody needs to dose down their edibles, huh? For real, though, yo. Uh, All right, we're gonna take a break (laughs) and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Make sure you're listening. Lynn's got another chance for you to get qualified for CMO 2020 the last chance to get qualified today so make sure you're listening lynn again is going to have a chance dc as well it's all brought to you by boulevard tank seven 
Hopefully Sam will be joining us again tomorrow. We'll start with Gimpy. What'd you learn today? Well, I learned that I am the grasshopper and that Corbin is the ant. And I've also learned that not even COVID-19 can keep Epstein out of the news. Uh, I learned that uh, I have a thing for PTA members <laughs> with bolt-ons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a thin line between hoarder and survivalist slash prepper. Very thin. Yeah, that really is, if you think about it. Because you're all just collecting crap that you may or may not use. That's it. <laughs> Some's food and bullets. The other one's, you know, an eggshell from 45 years ago. I feel like the likelihood of me using batteries is higher than that of using an eggshell from a guy I had a one-night stand with. You never know. You never Order. know. You may uh, you may need it. It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, thank Woo! you, thank you. Far too Woo! kind. Uh. Yeah. Ready? Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.